Hello and welcome to Living Stones, a podcast of conversations with the people of Red Mountain Community Church, highlighting the victories and struggles, the snapshots and stories of the people sitting right next to you on Sunday morning. And if not now, we hope soon, as we would love to have our church family all together again on Sundays as soon as wisdom and circumstances allow. I'm Peter Franzen from Spirit Blade Productions. Almost couldn't get it out with the splint. Still adjusting to that, everybody. And you're a fellow seat warmer at Red Mountain Community Church. My co-host today is Ryan Bruchette, our hey. pastor of, is it High School Ministries? Is that the name of the upgrade or whatever? Yeah, that's the name of the upgrade. Okay, nice. I like that. I like the upgrade language. That's good. <laughs> also, wisdom and circumstances to talk about pandemic seating. Wow. Yeah. I should have taken that a long time ago. I think we we'll start using it now. Okay, all right. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> can I have a nickel every time you do Yeah, you can. Yeah, we can get you the, uh, what are they called? Royal- royalties? Yeah, yeah, yeah royalties. something like that. Yeah. yeah, it'll go straight to Spirit Blade yeah. LLC. Great, okay, great, yeah. <laughs> What are, you, are you doing anything for fun these days in this uh, in this this year of uh, differentness? What are you What are you doing for fun these days? Yeah, I'd say in the last eight months, I got to release a lot of music. So I did a whoa worship- whoa whoa release a lot of music. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I uh, in August uh, I released a five song worship EP called really? Broken Light. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What are you doing? You playing? You singing? What are you? All of it, like almost all of it, except oh, for no keyboards. Idea. Yeah. Uh, Joe Hughes arranged some strings. Matt Gibson produced it. Austin uh, also uh, gave me pointers of like, hey, that's good. That's not good. That's legit. That sounds legit. Uh, that sounds like you. Um, so that was fun. So I released that in August on Spotify, iTunes. Like that's just what, out. What's it called? It's called Broken Light. Broken it's an EP. L- broken yeah. Light? Broken Light. EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I did that, and that was really cool. Got to rely, write some like like a mix of worship and like pop rock, and a little bit of just like pop, all like kind of mixed together. Um, got to do a feature with Brady Daniels, who used to lead worship here. Yeah, uh, and we co-wrote a song, and then he had a song that I just put on my album that I was around for. We kind of like we're just jamming six years ago, and we never got around to recording it, and we finally did. Oh, cool! Um, so it's super cool. I I really Dude. enjoyed doing that. It was sweet. And then I released a single in November with Austin, uh, uh, just as my other little moniker, Knights and Orn, which is just like a pop, like an acoustic pop side project. Okay. And that was like kind of like a cutesy Christmas song. Uh, and that was just super fun. So I did a lot yeah. of music releasing in 2020. Oh, wow. Uh, it's 2021 now. Uh, but yeah, man, that was it. So now I'm just practicing. I'm not going to release anything this year, I don't think. And uh, yeah, that's been, and then mountain biking. In the okay. pandemic, I got into mountain biking. Oh my gosh. Uh, and I'm so glad it found me. Wow. Or maybe I found it. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. That's because you're a pastor. I, oh, I seem yeah, to remember dude. that there is some uh, kind of a thing where pastors here have to enjoy mountain biking I at some think point. Our brains just get so trapped with how much like relational slash tasks slash like spiritual. There's just so many things. You got to do something to get your brain um, leveled out uh, with some dopamine some serotonin naturally yeah uh because the thinking that can just bog you down can just be awful sometimes so yeah mountain biking's i used to lift weights a lot and now okay. that wasn't doing it enough for me for like just stress management mm-hmm. uh so then i just switched to biking and i really enjoy it biking does it more than lifting weights i would mm-hmm. think like the, the the like the the weight resistance be like, yeah, i wish i thought i could get there and it just didn't do it for me hmm. yeah it wasn't um i guess uh not routine, but like monotonous or repetitive enough, I guess. Interesting. At least for me. Some okay. people, that's not true. All right. Yeah, man. Cool. Man, you've been doing all, you've been like 
making music and like mm-hmm. being all like uh, responsible with your body and <laughs> I've been well <laughs> I've been playing I'm I've been setting up multiple board games to play by myself in a live stream. Oh my man. Yeah. Wow. That's that's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Well, not, you look great, man. It's not near as well. At least in my you. opinion. Oh, that's great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm supposed to have some clever transition. I don't have one. Pole! Got hit with the pole. I heard a little... What was that? Pole! Yeah. What is that? What is that? Pole! What's vibrating? Oh, we got cymbals in here. Definitely those cymbals. That's really cool. The original pole you said, I think, vibrated the most. I don't know if it's the same tone. Sorry, Austin, if that's going to screw up, if I'm going to be like... uh, peeking on you there thanks austin it's, uh, Content. I don't know, the volume my my volume mm. might be a little too anyway yeah. uh yeah it's the poll segment time follow red mountain community church on instagram and facebook to participate with a vote and if you leave a comment you may just hear it read on the podcast my voice broke a little bit there on the podcast the podcast this month was an elimination question the question was you have to eliminate one of these breakfasts forever which one do you eliminate? Pancakes, eggs, bacon, or toast with jam? Uh, Sarah Herman said, no more pancakes. Oh, wow. man, that's really sad. And make bacon its own food group. <laughs> um, Samantha Minyard said, eggs all the way. Uh, Russell Golding said, throw them all away. Replace with biscuits and gravy. Russell, I like Bruh. your outside of the box thinking, your 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 unwillingness to be to to deal with the options presented to you. That's that's someone after my own heart. Uh, John Stort said, "Gotta be toast with jam, bacon, Amen, baby. never get that toast with jam bland average." I don't feel bad about it. I'd say do away with toast and jam. That is a weird thing to even put on here. Like the majority of people uh, booted toast to, toast with jam off the island. Makes sense. And. Uh, I don't understand. Is that even a thing? Is that just? I think that's just British people that have toast with jam, right? I haven't had toast with jam since literally last Monday. Oh, <laughs> wait, you, wait, you had toast with jam before? One hundred percent. Really? Yes. Do you I had put Matt's butter on first, or is it just the dry toast and then jam on it? Fun fact: I went with Sarah Herman and her kids to go and eat Matt's big breakfast, and my side was toast with jam, and I just put it on top of the toast. Oh, and it was just normal. Was that an option? Because sometimes they'll give you an option in the diner type places of like th- that toast on the side. But you, if you can get biscuits and gravy or anything else, don't you get anything else? Or do you get the toast and jam? Always potatoes. Yeah, like potatoes. Ha- the hash browns or like yeah. home fries, that's always going to be the move for me. Yeah. Or fruit if I'm just like, I don't want to eat a lot. Yeah. Oh, Sarah, no more pancakes. Rough. Come on now. You're the one who taught me is how to that, make those the best. Is that just a carb counting thing? Because I can respect that. I'm trying to reduce carbs, and I love me some pancakes. But come on, we can't we can't do away with pancakes, Sarah, all right? <sighs> some people. I mean, I wonder if I'm going to see them in heaven when they say stuff like this. Bruh. Um, Maybe. Well, <laughs> that's a joke, everybody. Please, uh, we don't want to get any emails. <laughs> Sarah, your salvation is secure. Uh, Okay, so earlier today, Ryan and I uh, had some more fun uh, talking with Carlos Woods about his life as a triplet, a high schooler, and Christ follower, and the various unique things that come with that particular combination of elements. Had a great time chatting with him. Here's that conversation now. (laughs) 
All right, Carlos Woods. Hello. Thank, thank you for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, so this is uh, this this is going to be fun. I think. Um, can you first uh, just give me a snapshot of like your family, your stage of life, just so people like have an idea of like what uh, uh, what? Gosh, I was looking for something more personal than demographic. Demographic, you know. <laughs> but just kind of like what generally your life situation is, and and who we're going to be chatting with for the next little bit here. Let's see here. Uh, so currently I'm 17 years old. I'm going to be 18 in like a month. Okay. Uh, I am a triplet. I have two brothers, Dar and Emilio. Um, I'm a... Wait, wait. What are their names? Dario and... Dario and Emilio. And em- yes. is it Emilio or Emilio it's or... E-M-I-L-I-O. Yes. Yeah. Emilio. <laughs> Emilio. Okay. I, I won't say it again because I don't... It's think- fine. A lot of people mess it up anyway. <laughs> like in spelling. Yeah. Um... I am a senior in high school, gonna graduate this May, which is gonna be really fun. Nice. What high school you go to? I go to Great Hearts Lincoln Preparatory Academy. Ooh, that sounds very fancy. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of philosophy and stuff. Really? You're taking philosophy classes? Um, it's not labeled as a philosophy class, but uh-huh. we read a bunch of Aristotle, Socrates, all the classic books, all okay. the different Homer, like all that stuff. Interesting. That's fun. Yeah. Wow. I think I would have enjoyed something like that. Yeah. This is so it's preparatory academy. Pre- yes. Those are the two words that make it sound super fancy. So what are they preparing you for? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um I think it's just for like a in order to prepare you for just a more professional set of skills in order to be more professional in just the workplace, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Because we constantly do seminars and just talk about the books and how or what the author was meaning, what they mean to us and things like that. Okay. And just like a circle style seminar. Okay. All right. Yeah. And let's see, did you mention who your parents are? Who are your parents? My parents are Paul Woods and Elena Rivera Woods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to help people connect the dots. Yes. It's kind of like interesting how people will like know someone and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, you're so-and-so's sister, you're so-and-so's brother, whatever. I get that a lot with my brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Well, sure, because like now, are you guys identical triplets? Uh, Dar and Amelia are identical and I'm the fraternal other one. So you are the odd <laughs> man. <laughs> the other the one. Other one. <laughs> first one, but the one that not many people know that I'm related to the other two. So you are the firstborn. Yes. Oh, okay. The well, there's order something. is me, then Dario, then Emilio. Okay. That, I, I think that's better. If you got to be the, the, the odd man out, you'd be the first, <laughs> the first. man out, literally. Yes. The first, the first one out. It's true. And then you're not like the leftovers, like, oh, wow, we got twins. What's this? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Were any of them grabbing your heel on the way out? Uh, no. <laughs> Rough. We dude. were all C-sectioned. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. was I. Yes. Man, You're I'm, welcome, podcast listeners. I'm thinking that's the way to go when you got three. Probably. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking I might have seen, like, because I, I knew, uh, I've, I've known your mom for, for a long time, and mm-hmm. I, I knew, I mean, you're, you're both your parents, and um, I think... I I don't think they I think they were living in California when you were born is that right? Um I don't remember California but we did move there cuz we were born here. You were Arizona. born here. Okay. Yeah, we were all born in Arizona. Okay. And so then I, I think when we were like 6 months old 
or around there, we moved to California for only like six months, and then we moved back here. Okay, I knew it was pretty short, but I couldn't remember how short. Yeah. But okay, so then it must have been real memories instead of like pictures of seeing like your mom kind of like an L shape or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like the triplets coming out. Holy yes. cannoli. So what are like, um, just on the topic of triplets for a moment, what are some of the aspects of growing up as a triplet, either pros or cons, that like the rest of us non-triplets might not think about? And I know that's kind of a weird question because, you know, it's all you've ever known. Yes, it is. But I mean, <laughs> I like asking weird questions, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Go for it. Um, so it's just always interesting, I guess. It's uh, with two brothers, it can either be always hectic because it's just everybody wants to do their own thing mm-hmm. or it can be very planned out and we mm. all do one thing to get we all three of us have one idea and we're just like Ooh. let's Hive do mind. it <laughs> yeah i've seen that before minded up <laughs> especially when you guys were in fifth and sixth grade oh yeah <laughs> just a unit <laughs> moving Absolute in syncopation unit yeah so uh now now it's less like that we're all like our own people I I guess, yeah. But when we were younger, it was definitely more of we would do a bunch of things together, just like everything we would do. It was always together because we were younger and our parents always had us together. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just everything we did, we did it together and we either didn't like it or tried to do something stupid with it. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's always – it's. A lot of times it's fun. Sometimes it could be annoying, but it's always just a good time, I guess. Yeah. Did you feel at some point you mentioned that you guys started out kind of doing a lot of the same things and then uh, over time you're kind of doing your own things? When I'm just curious when that you think that kind of happened for you. Was it around junior high, a little before then, or like now, more more recently? Um, so definitely probably around junior high and then definitely into high school. It was just like we started becoming our own people. Okay. Because I remember in junior high, I noticed that like I was becoming more of a different person than my brothers. And but they were those two were still like a not a unit, but they were doing still some of the similar things. But Mm -hmm. then as we got into high school, we all became just different. And we still do like the same things. We hang out with the same people a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, Sure. We do have like some different friends because we're in like different classes or things at our school. But um, well. Our current school, our old school, we we're in different classes because we had electives, but our current school doesn't have that. So we're, we all know the same people. Yeah. But yeah, once we got into high school, it just, we all got our, either a lot of the same friends, but then some of our own friends and we all grew from there. Okay. And then have you, for as long as you can remember, been going to Red Mountain? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. That, yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure my parents came here before we were born and mm-hmm. then, cause I've heard stories of, uh. Like my mom came here when she was pregnant, so I've technically been going here since before I was born. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've been going here my whole life. Okay, I'll describe the wood triplets in this way. So get a box of pop tarts. Oh yes, <clears throat> yeah. So we all know you guys are pop tarts. That's your brand. <laughs> You're Woods Boys. Okay, but turns out when we looked the package, unearthed the package of pop tarts. What we have is. Carlos is a blueberry Pop-Tart. Okay. Dario is a strawberry Pop-Tart. And then Emilio is a wildberry Pop-Tart. <laughs> you guys are all Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and you're all part of the fruit flavors. But oh. upon closer inspection, different emphasis on the berry. On the berry. Yes. And the flavor. That's okay. how I would describe the wood triplets. I hope all of you listen to this. 
especially you high schoolers, because you know exactly what I mean. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I really was hoping that story was going in the direction of a toaster strudel a at some point. That's oh, really no, no. my preferred <laughs> breakfast uh, toaster <laughs> pastry. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So if you remember, uh, when did you come to faith in Jesus? How did that come about? Ooh, so it's hard to tell with like, just like a specific time where I just really came to know Christ and mm-hmm. just like one fell swoop, I guess. Yeah. Because I was, we were always raised to know Christ and to know God. And so we were raised like that. And when we were younger, it was the only thing I knew. It was like the only religion I knew, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then as we got older, it was once we like started learning about others in school or just like in general, like from the news and from our parents telling us things, it was just like our Christianity, like the truth of God and the truth of Christ, it was just it became the only one that really made sense to me, hmm. honestly, because the rest, they always seemed, something was like off or different about them that it just didn't make sense in some of the things they were doing. Hmm. And um, yeah, but as we just grew up, it was like in junior high, I really started not getting super serious about it, but I started like actually paying attention to like, Christ, God, like really trying to actually learn a little bit more. Yeah. And then high school, um, it was always like every year, it was like I'd think I'd get like a little better or sometimes I think I'd get like a lot better in my walk with Christ. And then the next year I'd be like, wow, I've grown so much since then, Mm. but there's still so much to go. Yeah. So it's like when I was a freshman, I was like, wow, I'm so much better than I was in high, or not high school, when I then in junior high. And then when I was a sophomore, I was I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah. "Dang, I've grown so much closer to Christ." And oh, then that's great. junior, same thing. I was like, "Wow, this is yeah." That's but great. lately, yeah, I've just been keep, just keep going. <laughs> that's great. That's great. It's I I it's really encouraging when you can look back and see changes that have come about in your own life. And uh, yeah, even though it makes some of the memories a little cringy, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> But, oh, totally worth it. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, now, I am told that you, and I, I almost remember like when you were a lot younger, your dad talking to me about uh, this in you in, in some way, but uh, that you're kind of like artistic. You're a bit creative yes. in, a, in a couple of different ways. Uh, musically, you got music stuff going on. You got some visual art stuff going on. So kind of mm. what's your thing in those two departments that you're, uh, that you're really into right now? Um, so, I mean, right now I haven't been able to do a lot of things because of school, but... Okay, sure. Um, so all the different things that I've just, I've always loved just art things in general. So I've always liked drawing and stuff. And then, um, lately I've been getting more into video things, making videos, filming stuff. Okay. I just did the freshman film fest (laughs) last week. That was really fun. If you don't know what film fest is, it's a film competition we've been doing every year in high school groups since like 2011. Yes. And Carlos made the freshman boys, my group, so much better. <laughs> so thank you, Carlos. <laughs> I've seen a couple of those. Um, I think I, the, the one or two that I saw was because uh, my sister and brother-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. Corinne Norton, that's a connection that people really, that surprises people. Corinne Norton and, and John Norton yeah. uh, were involved in doing that. kind. Of, do you guys yeah. post those online? Sorry, this is a little rabbit trail, Carlos. We'll yeah, get back fine. to you in a second. <laughs> it's, it's fun. <laughs> I love talking about it. <laughs> do you guys put those online? Put the winner online. 
The winner online. Yeah. Okay. But not the non-winners. We're not going to call them losers. <laughs> no, we. Yeah, they lost. Oh, okay. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's call them the ones who lost. Okay. Okay. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if we need to say that they're some, losers. Uh, you know? Really? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Freshman ones. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes. and then like, did somebody say something about like I don't know wood carving or something? Yes. Is that a thing too? I've done woodworking. Not so much anymore because I'm next year. I'm moving to Wisconsin for a Bible college. Oh, but um, yeah, I used to like last year and the year before were like I think my big years of woodworking. Oh. But I kind of started when I was around twelve and I was making skateboards and stuff. Okay, and then from there I would just keep making more things and um, like I started making different uh, pieces of furniture, like a lot of chairs some like folding well not folding but they like nest inside of each other oh, wow. uh like adirondack chairs you know like your normal backyard chairs but i made them into like wood so oh, that wow. was cool um and then i started making fancy like plaques and stuff those are really fun because they just there were some that i was really proud of making because they looked really nice and the people that I got them to, <clears throat> sorry the people that i gave them to always love them so i made three of them uh one for my soccer coach last year one for jody bray and one for blake beckham if you know who those two are okay that's cool and what kind of uh led you to give to those specific people um so from my soccer coach it was the first time i'd ever made a plaque like that it was the first time i made some and i just wanted to make a gift for him because we all love the guy um sure he was probably not the best person in the world but he was he we always had a fun time with him and he made our soccer practices fun even though Mm. it was like a lot of running and things Mm. but um he wasn't gonna come back to be our soccer coach next year and he like moved away and stuff okay so we really just or i really just wanted to give him something that he would love and that i'd be proud of making that Mm. has the whole uh, soccer team on it cool so i made him a plaque and i had the entire soccer team sign it with like a sharpie i sprayed it had it all looking nice and stuff oh nice i gave it to him and he was like super excited about it oh wow and he uh he loved it and then with jody bray um uh, i after the soccer coach one i never really planned on making more and then uh, was it last year or a year and a half ago or something uh it was jody's graduation uh, she's doing the nursing. That's pra- right. Yeah, nursing yes. practitioner. Mm-hmm. And Russ came up to me one time because uh, we did a Bible study at the Crimmins house. Uh, it used to be like every Saturday, I believe. I think. Okay. I'm not sure, but before COVID, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since we've done that. But Russ Bray came up to me and he was like, "What? How much would it cost if you would make?" one of those for Jody. And that's when I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So then we worked that out. I made one for her graduation and she oh, nice. loved it. Like, oh, cool. I sent a video and she was like crying and stuff. And it was really just really nice. And mm. I love that. And even a couple weeks ago, she uh, came up to me when we were on a Tuesday night and she was like, you know, I just saw this on my shelf and she just like almost started crying again all over because mm. she just loved it. And then... After that, there was another one, and it was Blake Beckham's, and it was also when he graduated, so I made two graduation ones. Okay. And Blake was a really good friend of mine. We haven't really talked in a while, but that's because he's a college guy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, he's a really great guy, and uh, it was his graduation. I was going to his graduation party, and I was just like, 
I need to make some for him because he was really like one of my greatest friends and he was a really good guy and, or he is, I shouldn't say was, he, he is a great guy. He's gone off to college. Yeah, he's gone <laughs> off to college. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he is a great guy and I just really wanted to make some for him to make him happy and mm. I made that for him. He texted me after he saw it because he didn't see it when I brought it into his house. I just oh. left it with the rest of the graduation presents. Oh, gotcha. He was like, dude, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. And I was just like, so with those things, it just, it brought me joy to make those for mm. the people that I care for, the people that I know and really mean something to me. And mm. it was just really nice to see things that I could do make other people very happy. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. It was really awesome. <laughs> cool. What What about? Uh, did, have you? I don't think you've said anything about the music side, but I heard you do some music, music. stuff too. What, yes. what do you like? What do you like to do with music? So I play clarinet and bass guitar. Really? Yes. Clarinet. My dad uh, plays clarinet. Oh like yeah. <laughs> so does Squidward. Yes. Who's Every, that? Now? Everybody says that. I'm sorry, Carlos. I have to do it. Uh, Squidward from SpongeBob. Yes. Oh, plays okay. Okay. <laughs> okay sorry no, that's fine yeah people can like spongebob that's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah every time every every time i say i play clarinet dude, you're like oh I'm so sure, you're like bro, squidward it's low hanging fruit dude i'm sorry i have to take it <laughs> it's fine it's fine wait okay what was the other one clarinet uh, bass guitar oh bass guitar yes. nice so okay. clarinet i played at my old school since sixth grade to tenth grade okay and then we were continued to rent it but my Current school, Lincoln Prep, doesn't have a band program for high school, so I didn't really, I haven't really played it in a while. Okay, but I was able to buy a cheap one, so that was really nice. But I haven't played it for anything in a while. Okay, and bass guitar, I do that um, quite a lot actually. Uh, not like a lot of practice at home or like fancy things, mm -hmm. but uh, Joe Hughes, the worship guy, mm -hmm. the worship, guy, <laughs> the worship right. guy. Yeah, I used to always say like worship intern, worship. Yeah, like oh, it's just the worship intern, but I don't know what his title is. It's just whatever worship, wor worship yeah. guy. I like. That. I'm gonna call start calling the Joe worship, the worship guy. Yeah, Joe the worship guy. <laughs> yes. He's gonna love that. <laughs> yes. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. So well before him, uh, it was Alyssa Maddie as the worship intern gal um, yeah is that what the worship gal worship gal right. yeah <laughs> so uh and that was in my sophomore year and i think dario joined the worship band first in high school okay and then um all three of us play instruments so dario does guitar i do bass and amelia does uh drums percussion ah. uh yeah they're both really good and practice way better way more than me they're <laughs> way better than me at their instruments um but I, Dara joined, then I joined, and I think Emilio either joined the same time as me or like really close after that. Okay. So it was, we all just joined the worship, the worship team for high school in our sophomore year. Okay. And since then, we've always been doing like whatever they needed us, uh, just Tuesday night, Tuesday night and all that. Then this past year, Joe has been getting me to do like a lot of Tuesday nights and I love it. I love playing uh, worship band. It's really fun. And then lately it's been uh, Wednesday night, junior high. Okay. And I, I love playing for the junior hires. I don't know why it just <laughs> makes me really happy. It's really fun. And then he just got Dara and I to do a, the, what, what was it? The children's ministry, uh, like family night or something. Okay. Last Friday. That was, that was really fun as well. Uh, I just love doing it, especially for the, the church pretty much it's just so fun and um 
Praising the Lord is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's cool. Now, what, what, um, when you were playing, you played bass guitar, did you start learning that so that you could do be on the worship team, or was there some, another band going on or something like that? So our dad had Dario start off with guitar first, because okay. I played clarinet when sixth grade, and I was just doing that for school, and I was like fairly good at it, considering that I hardly practiced it. Yeah. But so then my dad was like, oh, what about the rest of them? Can they get into music? So my dad got Dario to do guitar, and then okay. after that, uh, Amelia chose drums, and then I was like, "Well, third one, bass guitar." Because okay. <laughs> it was like we, uh, my dad always showed us all his like all the music he likes and all those bands. So he would he uh, one of the main ones that I remember is Rush. Okay, so Getty yep. Lee, Neil Peart, and uh, Alex. Uh, I forgot his last name. His first name's Alex. He's a guitar guy. Okay, but uh, yeah, I remember just Getty Lee and his. Not the best voice, but mm-hmm. his insane bass playing. Mm. And it was just those two already had guitar and drums, so might as well have a bass guitar now. Nice. So from that, I started, like, I bought my first bass guitar. Uh, I don't know when, but it was a couple, it was years ago, but um, got that. And then I was just playing it, practicing it. And then we found this guy on YouTube called Aram Bedrosian and it's insane bass playing. Like it's not like, um, well, no, it's very complicated and it's, but it's uh, solo bass playing. Oh, interesting. So this guy makes his own songs all, like so, uh, solely on the bass guitar wow. and he's just going, it's, it's a lot of melodic bass instead of yeah. just like beats and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. some slap bass and, and things. And it's, really cool so from that i really started getting into bass guitar from there because nice. it just seems so cool to me that you could change some that bass guitar usually people especially in worship band it's like just one note then the next note yeah. then the next note it's yeah. just like yeah but then after that i was like ooh, you could really go you can go ham on a bass yeah. guitar as well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really fun so then from there i just started to continue playing it okay worship band and yeah okay I want to come back to something you said earlier. Yes. Um, I don't because I, I don't want to skip over it. Um, but you just so there was something. There was something that changed in the way that you you were uh, expressing yourself when you talked about uh, playing in the worship band and just worshiping the Lord. Being I think you said just awesome. Yes. Can you can you kind of uh, unpack that a little bit for me? What do, oh. what do you what, what's what's awesome about it? Oh, it's oh man. Just in whatever words, whatever <laughs> yeah. words come to mind. Yeah. I'm just curious how, how you would ar- articulate it. It's almost hard to explain because I mean, when I first joined worship band, it was just like to join because everybody else was joining at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I started to just like it and then love it more and more. And like once I actually started getting more serious, especially like later high school, so junior senior, pretty much, mm-hmm. it was just like or serious about my walk with Christ and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just. Praising the Lord in general is is an amazing thing. It just brings like a certain joy to your heart that you can't really find anywhere else. Mm. And it's it's amazing just being able to praise and glorify the Lord, <clears throat> especially with <clears throat> wow, excuse me, especially with like a talent that you have. If mm. you can use it for something, just to praise you with like just yourself, or praise in front of an entire high school group, or mm. in in front of the main church, big church, stuff like that. And it's just really cool to be able to help yourself and then mostly help others with their walks, with their praise and their mm. glorifying of the Lord. And it's just, 
an amazing feeling because you like for me it brings me so much just happiness and contentment mm. from just doing that mm. and it's just amazing it's, it's so hard to explain i just love it like just playing here working here like volunteering at church it's just it's amazing because there's so many things that it can reach out to and you don't even realize it because you could have a new person at in high school group and a lot of times worship band might be the only thing that they pay attention to because mm. in group it's hard to pay attention when you're when you're new so you don't know anybody yeah and you're just like I don't know how this is going to go and mm -hmm. you don't know what we're talking about especially if we're like in the, join in the middle of a series that mm. we're doing yeah um but it's worship band is like one of the things that really is key, I think, to just the church in general, mm -hmm. because that is really what a lot of people start with mm -hmm. in order with like their walks in Christ. Like you hear all these stories of people going through a rough time and then they turn on the radio mm -hmm. or like Caleb or something. Yeah. And then it was like the exact song they need. Yeah. And especially in like high school band, a lot of people in high school, that's when they choose to either continue to follow Christ or just to um, leave and do their own thing mm -hmm. and uh, or they continue to come but it's not like exactly their thing they mm -hmm. just come to come to hang out and it's just eh but worship band especially just once you actually get people to get into it because mm -hmm. a lot of times especially in high school group you were playing and stuff and everybody's just still like you see some people like that, you, like the leaders and stuff, you see them singing and then some students singing and stuff, clapping, raising mm -hmm. their arms and really getting into it. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the rest of them are just like, okay, let's just continue with this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Kind of in that uncomfortable space still, yeah. not, not quite in their comfort zone yet. Yeah. yeah. But it's once that happens, once they get into like actually worshiping the mm -hmm. Lord yeah. and really turning their hearts to the Lord from that. It's just amazing, amazing, mm. awesome, great, like crazy sometimes. It's, yeah. mm. it's certainly something that is just awesome to see and then awesome to be able to be a part of, mm. to help others with that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I've also heard that you just tend to kind of like be around as a familiar face, helping with like behind the scenes type stuff, set up and tear down for uh, various church events. Uh, Jessica was telling me that, that that you are kind of one of the usual suspects for <laughs> yes. that kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Um, so why why do you feel motivated to be to to serve, whether it's up front, you know, playing bass guitar or behind the scenes with you know setting up and tearing down? I mean, why be so involved in church life? I mean, for that matter, why follow Jesus beyond simply just having faith in him for eternal life? You got the ticket punched, you're good, why not just coast, baby? This is the time of life <laughs> where you're in high school and like the the the, the standard uh, the standard line would be, this is the time we should just be having fun and doing the bare minimum and uh, just, uh, just having a blast in life, you know, and doing whatever you want to do. Uh, so... Why? Why is that different for you? Because we're not, we don't, we don't gain or retain eternal life because of our investment in church life. Mm. So what's what's driving you? Definitely. Um, so one of the main things is probably how I was raised, because uh, my parents really are protective of us. Mm. So when we were younger, like 
I mean, we still don't have video games or anything. Like, okay. never let us have video games. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly just like different parties and things that would they wouldn't let us go to. And very good thing as well, because like some of the people just weren't good people and they just helped us with that, especially mm-hmm. when we were younger and we didn't really understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as how we were raised is a big portion of just like how um, I pay attention to how other people are Mm -hmm. and then from that it's just i can praise god worship god on bass guitar and then also behind the scenes just working here christmas lights helping things set up for like a worship night just anything that's here um it brings me a certain contentment that i can't really find anywhere else Mm. like it's it makes me so happy just to work here at the church Mm. Um, like I would tell Joe this all the time because Joe was the one to set up a lot of the Christmas lights display, especially on um the this side with all the uh changing lights and the lightorama things, <laughs> like yeah. all the all the fancy things <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that go with the music. So and then he would ask me to help and I just started helping and from there it was always just like it's a lot of work, but I always had such a good time, even though it was just like simple things or hard things that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the mega trees, but yeah. Um there it brings me such happiness just to work here, just volunteering here, doing things, uh setting stuff up here. And I didn't really understand at first. And it was just just always brought me joy. And then when I, I would tell Joe that and he would say, um, oh man, I don't remember his exact words, but he's like, that's a good thing because especially with the Christmas lights display, it's it's something that brings people to church when they usually don't. Mm. And so are like the rest of these events. So like a worship night, people show up that don't usually show up. Yeah, Christmas lights especially, that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't show up to church and then they come there to see the lights. Yeah, And it's like they're at a church, so now they may come the next Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. And from that, it's just something that you can do behind the scenes to help others start their walk with Christ, help with their walk with Christ and in Christ. It just, mm-hmm. It's a lot of things you do here, just working, volunteering. It's for me, it brings a lot of fun, a lot of joy, happiness. And it's such a thing that helps others. And that really, that makes me happy a lot as mm-hmm. well. Just knowing that, it could help so many other people with their walks in Christ that yeah. if they're like thinking about straying away from Christ or like not having a good time in general, just with their situation, it's just amazing that if they come to church and see the lights or have a good worship session or just have just a good time at an event that we set up um, and they come back, it just really warms my heart to know that they came back f- in general, just like they yeah. can come to Christ now or yeah. stay in Christ. Just, it's really awesome knowing that and seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm curious what kind of like the, the dynamic is like for you. Um, like at, at uh, just it being in a, in a high school setting. Um, let's see, is your, is your high school, is it a Christian high school? Not necessarily, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got a mix of different yeah, uh, yeah. types of students there from different backgrounds and beliefs and cultures and stuff like that. Certainly. So I'm curious kind of what um, 
what the what it, what it's like to be a, a Christian who's really intentional about your faith and really pursuing life in Christ. Um, do you feel any either direct or kind of like just maybe even just a feeling of judgment or criticism toward Christianity, or do you feel a lot of acceptance of it, or is it not something that really comes up much in conversation? What's what's kind of the experience for you? So at my school currently, there's only like. 30 seniors and I think only 17 or so are in person. Okay. Um, because we have like the whole hybrid thing going on. Yeah, sure. Um, and for Christianity and knowing that I'm Christian and other people knowing that I'm Christian, it's just, well, one, it doesn't come up too often cause we're constantly working on our things, especially sure. now with our senior thesis and defenses and stuff like mm. that. But it's, I, Saw it at my old school more. I used to go to Basis Mesa, and uh, there was like there was, was that a junior high or high school? It's or? a it's a well, it's mixed now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. They just added on like kindergarten through f- fourth grade or something like a couple years ago. Gotcha. Which was really cool. Okay, because like I used to love that school because I used to go. I went there from fifth grade to tenth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like how I started most of my music things and a lot okay. of that. But, um, and what was the dynamic there? It was, there was only, only a couple, but, um, when I bring up Christianity or when it would come up in conversation, they would either like push it away mm-hmm. or somehow just like shy away from the c- subject, or they would say things like subtle digs at it. And mm. it's like, especially with people that are already set in their ways starting in high school, um, it's hard to combat that because they're just so set in their beliefs and ideals that probably like I don't think are true. Um, it's just they would say certain things that just digs at Christianity, like things saying like it's mythology and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. it was like it would annoy me, but I wouldn't know how to react, especially because I was like a freshman and sophomore mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and it was. So I saw it more there, but now in my current school, um, it doesn't come up that often. Okay. Uh, even because my current school, we go through a lot of, as I said, philosophy books and other books like that. And this year, we're going into a portion of the New Testament, I believe. Okay. Last year, we went into a little bit of Genesis. This year, I, th- I don't know. I think it might just be Matthew. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, last year, when we went into Genesis, there wasn't that much... Uh, was not conflict, but just um, tension, I guess, in the mm-hmm. air about it. Because mm-hmm. I know definitely a lot of people are of different beliefs there, um, even among Christians. Yeah, even yeah. among Christians, yeah, tons of different. Views yeah, one on of Genesis. one of my good friends there. Uh, he's like we're both Christian, but we're different, like sex or whatever. So I'm over here being the Christian that I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, like a Protestant, bro. Yes. Protestant. <laughs> and then I <laughs> just say it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I'm not, Oh shoot. I forgot what he told me. He like technically was, Okay, but there was like certain things that we had our ideas on or not our ideas, but like certain things that we believed about Christ, certain things that, um, uh, each of our churches would do differently. Yeah. Uh, especially with like, um, what's it? Not communion, but, uh, just, like main practices, I guess. Okay. Like they would do a, a lot more uh, practices just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it just seemed more, uh, 
what's it? I don't know. I forgot what the word was. Liturgical. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know these words. Ryan knows right, them. <laughs> but yes. Um, so, but we still get along great. And then we're great friends even through all that. And it's not that much different, mm-hmm. but um, it doesn't come up that often anyways. Sure. But, and then other people, they're like, definitely far from Christianity, like complete opposites, but Mm -hmm. they don't say anything about it though. Okay. So it's not like a, like judgment, I guess, against it. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't come up that often. And then it just, yeah, it doesn't do much. But I've also seen with like other people that I just know, or like friends of friends that go to, well, I don't want to just say public high school in general. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I've only ever gone to, like, charter schools, private charter schools, things okay. like that. My parents never wanted us to go to a public school. Okay. Um, and I've definitely seen, like, with um, certain people, or a lot more people, I guess, have the more judgment standpoint against Christianity mm. and what we do um, just for Christ and in Christ because mm-hmm. they just don't really – find a reason for it because mm. i used to have this friend and um still i mean we're still friends technically i haven't talked to him in a while but um he we weren't um he was atheist and i was christian and like sometimes i'd bring it up and he'd just be like i don't need god or like i don't need that i'm just gonna do whatever i want and yeah. then it would just pretty much end there because mm-hmm. he just continue on with what he was doing yeah and that's pretty much as far as I've seen currently with the people that I know. Cause I'm not, cause I'm definitely not like out there with hundreds of thousands of friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of, I don't know a ton of people. I know most of the people I know are from church or from my school and it's a small school anyways. Yeah. So it's just, I don't see it too often now, but I know once I, or from what I've seen of people outside of, my friends, I guess. It's just like I've seen it happening more often. Okay. But as a high schooler now that's Christian, I don't see it too often in my current school, okay. <laughs> I guess. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, Ryan, did you have anything that uh, you, you wanted to touch on or y'all good? Yeah, I would say probably at a school that deals a lot more with philosophy and uh, kind of just like ethics and Western culture, you're probably going to be cool or have a lot of people that are like, yeah, it's, this is a fine way of discussing belief or history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I think it was Emilio uh, was reading through Hegel. Yes. And <laughs> we had he, there's like a whole, like how he treats power and history. Yes. Uh, kind of ordeal. <laughs> and so you have to talk about God, even if it's not God of that the Bible, you so kind of have yeah. to deal with that in Western classics, no matter what. Like, yes. So that makes sense that you'd kind of be up against that. But then also you have people that are going to like a non-public school to where you're expected to wrestle with that stuff because mm-hmm. you have to write it for the paper. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like you have to. Very true. So I, that's such a unique place to be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I had that in high school necessarily. We had some classics we had to read, you know, uh, for English, but we didn't mm-hmm. really have to deal with like Western history or historical treatises on like politics and city. Yes. And men a lot and of our books power. have that. Oh yeah. boy. So yeah. So that's cool, though. I mean, interesting for sure. Also, I didn't know that your parents didn't let you play video games. I want to talk yeah. to Paul and be like, Paul, talk to me about this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not like a, it's not really a Christianity standpoint on that. It's just yeah. a, uh, 
they're like, it's a waste of time. No need to do it. Uh, okay, like, okay. Because, I mean, it is certainly a waste of time. Like, because you could be doing so Unless many other- you're playing Breath of the Wild, <laughs> Legend of Zelda right yeah, now. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he, I, I will say this. As someone who is a hardcore video game fan. Really? There's, there is, oh, there is a, is. There is a, no, no, here, I will say this. There is a real benefit to you having not um, developed an appetite for that whole mm. that whole uh, mode of entertainment, because mm. there there is a lot of time that certainly can be wasted. So <laughs> so yeah, I don't think there's a there's a reason to bag on your parents for that. Even though <laughs> I'm glad my parents didn't do that to me. <laughs> hey, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying it's it's a good thing they did that because yeah. like I feel like I would be a huge like video game person if they didn't do that. Yeah. Well, and what I don't, what I don't sense, for, I mean, I don't know you, and I can't read your mind, but you don't strike me as someone that is like all repressed and like you know, uh, and just telling me the things that that uh, you think are the right Christiany answers and stuff like that. You know, uh, you seem like a, a person who's really comfortable in your own shoes, and and it sounds like that's because of your relationship with Christ and what he's done for you. So uh, it's been really neat to kind of have this time to connect with you and hear your perspective on things. So thank you, Carlos, for doing this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like I have my beliefs, I guess. <laughs> like I'm, I've learned what I've learned in high school group. Um, then with my other just like by myself studies and things and books that I've had. Um, I certainly don't know everything. Uh, that's why I'm going to a Bible college next year. Cool. That's going to be fun, and because um, I just want to really learn and grow more in Christ and actually be able to know it like as much as I can for myself so I can really be strong in my faith, mm. and then also to help others with their walks in Christ, which would be great. Cool. Well, thanks again for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's really a really nice time. <laughs> Well, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to see. I wanted to see if you echoed back like, yes, Peter. You didn't quite get. Did I didn't. I just went, did yes. Did you for a split second forget my name? No, I just said in my mind, Peter's going to pause longer mm, yeah. and say something profound. So that's why I just said yes, because oh, I didn't want you to. Dang it. I wanted you to keep talking. It wasn't that I forgot your name. I was like, oh. Oh, it's okay. I missed. Okay, yeah, I dropped the ball there. <laughs> not, not at all. I'll try to like uh, wrangle up something profound next time you're Dude. on. Dude, okay. Um, so, <laughs> if there was like maybe one thing that you would say kind of stood out to you from our conversation with Carlos, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, the thing that you pick out doesn't have to be cool. I'm just saying that the conversation with Carlos was cool. Just to clarify, everybody, what would that one thing be that stood out to you? Well, I I'm approaching this conversation like a. Honestly, like I've been able to be somewhat of a spiritual older brother for the Woods boys and their entire class. Like I started as an intern when I was 18. They got into fifth and sixth grade. Yeah, you mentioned fifth and sixth grade, like you had some some I, uh, I was an history with them. Yeah, they were like part of the first group of kids that I got to help oversee okay. like in my ministry career. So watching Carlos, one of the coolest things is how he's grown up to just be comfortable in his differentness. Mm-hmm. Um, both as a triplet, it, there's a uniqueness to him of mm-hmm. like, he does things differently that I've seen Dario and Emilio also uh, have their own personalities that they developed. But instead of being like, oh, I'm the odd one out, you yeah. know, even the fact that he uh, is not an identical mm-hmm. triplet, but like one of the fraternal triplets, yeah, that is just something he's owned. And the way about him is just so comfortable. Like when mm-hmm. I hang out with some students, it's, 
very easy to tell uh, some when some students have just like some internal insecurity, even about being related to siblings. And I just don't see that with Carlos. He yeah. seems to be a presence that is pretty uh, steady in almost every facet that I see him. So whether that's worship, whether that's setting something up, tearing something down, creating some art, it's so consistent. So I've just, I've loved being able to see that happen in the last almost decade. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I, I think I had some kind of some similar thoughts in my mind just realizing that, okay, he is maybe the first student or the first person that I've talked to that basically like grew up at Red Mountain. Yeah. I mean, apart from like, you know, Kyle or whatever, but Kyle doesn't count. Come on. Yeah, Kyle doesn't count. Um, but, you know, like a real person, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I don't even know how to interpret that, yeah. but I love it. <laughs> but so it was just neat to see. I remember that... Uh, you know, Bob said, Bob Fox, Kyle's dad, um, mm. I guess. I guess a real person. A real he person, is, yeah. Okay, yeah. Kyle. Bob, yeah, not Kyle. Um, he, uh, he said to me once, just an observation that he made about how you, you just notice a difference in people that were raised in the church and those who came to faith later. And, there's, and mm-hmm. those who come to faith later, um, God can do some remarkable things in their lives, but there's a sense in which they never really catch up with those that are raised in a really good biblical church environment, you know? And, yeah, I can see that. Um, and and so it was just neat to talk to Carlos, and, you know, I'm sure some of it is just his individual wiring and not necessarily attributed to that, but what I, what I the impression I got was somebody who, like you kind of seem to imply, was just... Uh, comfortable, not insecure, and uh, just uh, comfortable in his own skin, and that's such a weird thing for someone that's a, a high, that's in high school. Absolutely, to be to to be that comfortable. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have had that kind. Of, I pretended to be that comfortable when absolutely. I was in high school. I still do. I'm yeah, not even yeah, in it. Absolutely. I'm done. Yeah, I pretend poorly <laughs> that I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's that is pretty interesting of like being totally raised like when you say literally raised in the church. Yeah. Uh and just the ways in which being um just kind of changes. You know what behind the scenes means. You understand mm-hmm. why you got put in the group chat. You understand that okay, you said we needed an hour of help and it's probably going to be two and a half hours. Mm. Uh I think Carlos kind of gets those things and it brings him joy to know that it has a evangelistic effect sometimes, uh, even as talking about Christmas lights or worship nights, things like that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think that's it for this episode of Living Stones. You can follow Red Mountain Community Church on Instagram and Facebook, where you can also participate in our poll question. And also be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on the next episode, which is just going to be amazing. You don't want to miss out on a single Your life just may depend on it. You've got to subscribe. You've got to subscribe. That's fine. You don't need to subscribe. In the meantime, I'm Peter Franson. This is Ryan Bruchette. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I did it again. I'm sorry. (laughs) I left you hanging. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye.